Hello, folks. Hello. Long time no hear from. Uh, man, it is... This has been a... Wow, 2020. Man, it is... It is affecting every stage of life. 2020 is not a joke. (laughs) This is Coach T, the parents coach. Man, seriously. Uh, As all of you have been dealing with, I'm sure, with the pandemic and everything as well. um, We just recently lost two... Uh, phenomenal coaches uh, one in Lute Olson uh, Hall of Fame coach from Arizona and then we've lost John Thompson today uh, Hall of Fame coach uh, NCAA champion at Georgetown University who paved so many ways uh, we recently just lost a Hall of Fame human being uh, from all Accords in Chadwick Bozeman. Um, it's just crazy. You never know what people are dealing with, and I, I say that with uh, with Chad Chadwick Bozeman. You never know what people are dealing with. Uh, a man who was fighting through uh, stage three cancer and still was able to perform at the highest level and give you wonderful movies um again crazy uh now uh one of the reasons why i said that about chadwick uh is as you go through as parents and as players as we go through our daily grind as we go through our situations and um processes and trying to make sure that our our kids and our uh, everybody's reaching reaching their their highest levels. When we're putting all of this pressure on these kids and our children, and you know our thoughts of living vicariously <laughs> through them, um, take a beat. Take a beat. Take a moment. Um, You don't know how your child is going to handle it. You don't know how your your player is going to handle it if you're a coach. Uh, Everybody's not built the same. Everybody's not going to take that criticism and go and fix it. Everybody's not going to take that criticism and go and become a champion for themselves and just prove to you that they can do it. Um, Everybody does not have that same motor that everybody wants. Uh, You might criticize one kid and tell him, hey, you're not doing this well enough. And that kid will go, huh, I'll show you. And the next kid or a twin brother, which I've seen, you'll go to that the twin brother and say, hey, you're not doing this well enough. And that twin brother will go, huh, you're right, I suck. And goes a completely different direction. 
So when you're looking at your child, when you're dealing with your child, when your child is, is playing and performing on these teams, highest levels teams, mid-level teams, whatever it is, there is a lot of pressure, uh, not just from us as parents, but from teammates, from fans, from opposing teams, from haters, for them to perform. And you have to get in there and ask your child what's going on, how do they feel about certain things, uh, if it's affecting them a certain way. Because sometimes the reason for their uh, fall and ability or their reason for the love of the game disappearing or for the, le- the reason why um, they're afraid to pull the trigger or they don't want to do certain things, it's probably become mental. If you go back and you watch Nick Anderson, who was playing with the Orlando Magic. Nick Anderson is a professional basketball player who was, a, I think, an 80% free throw shooter. And in one game, it affected his psyche so bad that he was afraid to shoot free throws for the rest of his career because he choked. He got scared. He couldn't make it. And the pressures from that point on affected the rest of his career where he was like a 20% free throw shooter, 30% free throw shooter. I do recall Chuck Daly saying that Dennis Rodman in practice is an 85% free throw shooter in practice. And once you get in the game, it changes. I was there with a a player uh, that, I, I mean, I played with a guy in Missouri and he, in practice, because we charted free throws, he was a 78% free throw shooter. In games, he could not hit the ball, or he could not hit the bucket. He could not hit it. Uh, Charles Barkley, they say when he's not stressed out to play golf, he has he plays golf fine. Once the pressure is on, he gets a hitch in his giddy-up or whatever. The lights turn on, and he chokes. You don't know what the mental psyche is doing because it's not you. You don't know about that confidence. Uh, I had a child who was on the top of her team and all of a sudden one of her coaches doubted her a little, well, more than a little bit, obviously. Coaches doubted her and she lost all confidence She lost all confidence in herself to attack and be the best. She started feeling doubt, and that doubt started leading to a depression. And this is a young teenage girl, and going through puberty, dealing with uh, changes in her body, and now all of a sudden she's dealing with uh, self-confidence. And that self-confidence kept carrying over in her performance. And as a parent, as a coach, you can see it and you can see them getting down on themselves and you continue to ask the questions of why and what is it that I can do and how do I help? And I mean, literally, you, you get a sports psychologist to sit there and talk with the child to try and help that child get out of that slump. And some of you think, oh, psh, this is bull. 
you gonna work yourself out of it. And I say that because I'm one of those people. Who go, ah, you you just dig deeper. You pick up that dirt. You put your fingers deeper in the dirt. You bite down and you grit and you get through it. Eh, everybody's not built like that. Everybody is not built that way anymore. And that's not the only way to get through some of these things. Um, it's it's uh, it's almost wishful thinking because as we talk about times changing, the way you parent changes, the way you coach changes with the times. And, and granted, I'm one of the quote unquote old school coaches and. You know, you can't coach them as hard as you used to. Well, hell, some of that shit was ridiculous that we did and was ridiculous that coaches made us do. But we did it because our parents expected us to do it. And we did it because if you didn't, society would look at you as if you were soft. But the mental aspect of sports is so huge that we also need to nurture that and grow that. And. If we don't, we tend to lose that one spot that we didn't know about. Um, and I say that because, hell, I was one of those coaches. I mean, I've missed, I know I've missed a couple of things on some stuff, but the one thing I, I can say is it, it's out of love that I've tried so many different avenues to push a kid and pull a kid and get a kid going and and make sure a kid has the ability and the, the tools to, to step forward. Uh, one of my mind, one of my models was, you know, I'm here to push you until you get better or until you quit so that you would, I would much rather you quit on me than quitting on your team or quitting on your wife or quitting on your life, you know? And sometimes, I mean, that's a great motto and it's all good for the movies and everything like that. But when you really dig deeper into that, you're like, wait a minute, you're going to force me to either hate the game or love the game so much that I, I forget about everything else. So uh, that's something I've had to retool and refigure and, and look at differently and and change up and, and reassess. But, you know, when as a parent watching a child watching your child uh, go through some different things where their confidence uh, is is shook a little bit and you want to you want to pick them up and protect them and, and make the the boogeyman go away and and shove shove whoever is out there doing it and hurt whoever is whoever is shaking the confidence of your child or or told your child that they can't do it um and as you go through these different avenues of trying to figure this out for them and for yourself, you learn more about yourself and you learn more about coaching and, and people than you would probably expect. I'm not here to say that there's there's uh, the best way to do it. There's you just got to bite down and do it. Like I said, I I can attest that even doing that, getting mad about it and, and forcing him to do it over and over and over again doesn't help the issue. Um, they have to see that glimmer of value. They have to see that glimmer of 
what it is and what it means to be better and what it means to have someone believe in you and what it what that does to their confidence and how it brings them back all of a sudden you know and I've seen it I've seen it happen I've seen it happen on my child where even though she's one of the better players on her team she didn't want to play, try out for a team because she's like what if I get cut and I said well, what if you what if you make it she couldn't see that part she couldn't see the part of what if I make it it was the heartbreak of getting cut from an elite team wouldn't have been very good for her some reason she goes and tries out anyway she makes the team and now she is thriving in that situation where the coach is putting her all over and is counting on her and her teammates are counting on her and she's looking around and now she has that glow where I don't know if you guys saw the, the last dragon she has that glow where she's like I can't be stopped no one can stop me no one can touch me that confidence is coming back and you know she looks around and she knows that not only can she beat that girl or beat that person in front of her she's faster than them she's she can catch them she can do all she all of a sudden she feels like super superwoman because or wonder woman because she has a coach that has given her the confidence that says you can do this again what changed did she change up her, her training? Did she change up her routine? Did she change up her diet? Did she change up, you know, did she do more mental exercises? No. She got a coach that believed in her and that told her he believed in her and put her in positions so that she could prove to herself that she was really good. Which takes me to the next step of you know, John Thompson and Lute Olson. When you as a parent, you find a coach that is working for your child and is trying to put your child in the best uh, position possible for themselves, regardless of what it would do for the coach, but for themselves. And they're spending extra time and they're taking time out of their day they're helping with recruiting or they're helping with guidelines or insider. They're registering them for the NCAA or they're talking and calling coaches for your child. And it's all out of love for your child and for the team. It's not because I'm going to get accolades for this or I'm going to get accolades for that or I'm helping myself look better. or I'm, This is going to promote me to the next best job for myself if I get this kid here or if I get this kid here, maybe I can go with him. When you find a coach who's specifically trying to better a player because of the player and he sees something in the player or he doesn't he doesn't he sees something in the player that the player doesn't see when you find that you you hold on to that and you work with that and you love that as a parent you truly do there are stories about what John Thompson did for uh, Patrick Ewing where they were calling him names and John Thompson said this is racist and he took his team 
his whole team off the court and said, we're not going to freaking play unless this BS stops. This man took his team off the court. I've had a point where I've had places where I knew we were getting screwed and I said, let's pull them. And it was like, no, no, let's not do it. Um, what John Thompson did for uh, Allen Iverson and Allen Iverson's mom, you know, it was crazy. And they just said there was a statement that said um, Dean Smith was it um, Patrick Ewing went to uh, UNC, did a, a college visit at North Carolina. And he was out there in that North Carolina. They actually had a KKK rally uh, while he was there. And he's looking out and he was fearful. And he said, son, if you don't come to North Carolina, you definitely need to go to Georgetown because Big John is the coach that, that you want to play for. That'll play for you. And John Thompson, he protected his players as if he was a mama bear protecting his cubs. And I mean, you didn't want to get John Thompson mad, but you knew he was there to protect all of his players and he would fight for all of his players. And the same thing I've heard for Lute Olson. Lute Olson was there for his players. He was a great guy for that. So as a parent, if you can find that coach that is willing to spend that extra minute, that is willing to give that that extra time that wants to see your child get better on the on the times where nobody's watching not the times where you're in the gym and you're in the game and everybody's there watching and cheering not those times where he gives you that tough love or puts his arm around the kid it's the time where the kid's been doing dumb shit and screwing up and he goes and gets in his car and he he had you have nobody else to call but you call coach and coach gets up and and goes and finds that kid and says what are you doing and the kid goes uh <laughs> you know or the coach gets on him about and sits him because he's been skipping class and the the team rule is that you got to have a 2.5 or a 2.7 or or a 3.0 or whatever the rule is and he's not getting it and he's the star player or she's the star player and that coach comes and sits him down and says hey it's bigger than basketball but that coach is also busting his butt sending out videotapes on his own dime or taking his own time hours and hours away from his family or his life to reach out to coaches for your child um when he or she, when you get a coach and he or she is doing that for you out of the love for your child, you you have to embrace that. You have to love it. You have to hold on to it. Because those are countless hours that you don't know that are being spent away from something else that they could be doing that they're doing for your child or your player. You know, and that's why I say from what it sounds like, Chadwick Bozeman was a Hall of Fame human being where he's got stage three cancer, colon cancer, and people are shitting on him, talking about how he's sickly he looks. But he's out there producing movies and he's showing up and he's tweeting, telling people to get better, and he's calling them saying, Hey, and not one point, not one time did he say, Nah, I can't do it. Nah, this hurts. And so you're sitting there wondering, man, dude, you got to show up. You got to do this. You got to do that for people. 
and you say that to a player, man, where you been? What are you doing? You know, these NBA players, they don't show up for these kids. They don't step out for these kids. These NFL players, ah, you never know what's going on. Chadwick Boseman was visiting children fighting cancer while he was fighting stage three cancer. In the midst of his battle in 2016, he found out he had stage three colon cancer and he's doing Black Panther doing his own fight scenes and he's showing up giving kids strength who are also fighting cancer it's phenomenal so i know this is a little bit of a somber uh somber episode today but you know what i would like to tell you guys is know that there are a lot of coaches out there aau high school, um, college coaches, street coaches that really just want to help kids and want them to be better. What you have to do is make sure you put on your glasses to see through all the bullshit to know which one is there for them, uh, for your kids or which ones are there for themselves. Cause sometimes those same predators, they can see something And they go, oh, I can latch on and I can take off with this one. And they will get out there and promote that one because they're like, hey, you know, this is this is this is me. This is look what I did. Look what I did. You know, Um, I remember a a coach who uh, his son was going to a big school and uh, he was deciding on where it was. Nobody. I mean, they knew that that guy was the kid's dad. But the kid, the dad was only coaching the team because the kid was such a uh, high profile player that they let the dad coach the team so they could get the player. Dad's not that great of a coach. Dad's more of an asshole, actually. And uh, not many parents have enjoyed being with that dad. But all of a sudden he gets this high profile position because his son is one of the top 10 players in the country. And now he's out there, you know, strutting it. He's peacocking all the way. Look how good I am. Look at, well, that's my son. I did this. I did that. His son didn't even live with him and hadn't been with him for years. But he utilized that to get a bigger, uh, a bigger ability to coach on a bigger stage. When in reality, he wasn't the developer of his son's talent. He was just kind of floating off the kids coattails so um again i sure <laughs> hope 2020 changes i know we are on august 31st and man it has taken a toll on a lot of people so you know if you hear it in my voice i'm, I'm sorry but uh yeah 2020 has kicked some ass already and uh, it is it doesn't feel like it's going to let up. 2020 is like Clubber Lang and Rocky Three. I got plenty more for you. I got plenty more. And you're just like, damn, like I want to throw in the towel. But think of Chadwick Boseman. Think of his his fight through all of this stuff and how he was fighting through cancer and the pain and stuff. And he kept going until, you know, he couldn't go. But we're going to make it through 2020. You know, we're going to make it through it and we're going to fight through it and we're going to be all right. But anyway, Coach T, the parents coach, you know, thank you guys for listening in. 
You know, I know you have other things you could be doing, but I definitely appreciate that you take the time to listen to me uh, and enjoy some of the things I say and, and also send back a uh, send in your emails and everything. I really do appreciate that. I probably should have looked at the emails today, but man, I was a little down. But uh, what I'll do is I'll get to them next time. Uh, I know, you know, I, we're doing this monthly now, but for sure I'll get to them next time and get to a few of them. So I'll pick out some of the best ones that I've seen and make sure I comment on them for all your questions and stuff like that. Uh, and then get back to what's going on in the the sports world uh if are we gonna play are we not gonna play is (laughs) you know not that i have a a crystal ball or i'm the oracle to tell you if we are or if we're not what i can tell you is how recruiting is going though so anyway coach t the parents coach i do thank you for showing up and joining in and taking the time please share this with all your friends and uh basketball football soccer baseball uh people Uh, If you're trying to get your kid recruited and getting them out there and just some of the basics to look for and look out for. Anyway, have a wonderful rest of your afternoon, your evening, your morning, whatever it is. And I will talk to you soon.